1: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
0: Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers. Whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
2: A U.S. Senator, was it slut shaming? Some people called it that. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that in just a second. But so it's uh, a lot of the country is uh, incredibly cold. I saw, I heard the statistic the other day was something like that forty-two states were going to be below freezing. What? And it just almost seems impossible. It's insanitatious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the late-night comics took on the Polar Vortex, as it's being called.
3: Ah, is this a uh, Armstrong and Getty late-night joke-off? Yeah, Where we, uh, which Joe will grade the comedians. Right, and uh, the bottom grade-getter will be banned from comedy for life. Due to frigid temperatures, railroad
1: tracks in Chicago were set on fire today in order to keep trains running smoothly. While in New York, we have no idea why our train tracks are on fire. <laughs> That's right, it was absolutely
4: brutal in the Midwest. I mean, just check out what officials in Chicago had to do to keep the trains running. In Chicago, it's so cold they've had to light the train tracks on fire to keep them from freezing over. On the bright side, it looks like Doc and Marty McFly made it back to 1985. Chicago is so ridiculously
2: cold that in order to keep trains running, they had to deliberately set the train tracks on fire. That's called Chicago improv. That idea came from Chicago Fire Commissioner Pyro Billy. <laughs> I'm afraid that maybe I've lost the ability to enjoy life. You've lost the capacity for joy. The capacity for joy has been snuffed out in me apparently because I didn't I didn't so much as snicker at any of those jokes and I'm using my finger quotes here. I I I I hardly my lips did not even a little bit go like this.
3: I gave Myers a B- and I don't even remember why Seth Myers it was mildly amusing but
2: Sean just... you're your your guy who does stand up comedy now and then you got a you got a like a non-political seems like you could sink your teeth into its story jeez it's cold outside that was a, a carson regular it's so cold right and they got staffs of writers, people who make good salaries, coming up with jokes. Isn't it a little shocking that that's the best they can do? They're all uh, using their best stuff on Trump. <laughs> Apparently, they just give oh, the yes. interns the weather jokes. So you remember there was a U.S. Senate race in Arizona. Jeff Flake stepped down. You ended up with two women running against each other, right? Republican and senator going back and a Republican and Democrat running for the Senate back and forth. Very close race. The attractive blonde beat out the attractive brunette. The farmer fire, fighter pilot. Uh, right, and so this uh, blonde woman, her name is Cinema, uh, Kristen Cinema. Did you see what she wore first day on the floor of the, the in the well of the Senate? I did. That that, that have you seen this, Sean? Oh, look at that! Looks like she's going out clubbing. <laughs> she wore some a really short skirt, tight dress, yeah. and thigh high boots. Nice
3: thigh high boots, <laughs> which you know, just not a. Known in some circles as legislate me boots. <laughs> <laughs> or veto me boots. I can
2: I believe uh, I believe uh John Calhoun may have worn the same outfit on his first day in the Well of the Senate.
3: I and think he, it was Daniel Webster. <laughs> so sorry to quibble. Uh,
2: some people thought that was uh not cool.
3: And uh Hell, it was it was a heck of a thing.
2: It's an interesting move. It's, I mean, she's know. wearing a really tight skirt. Yes, and quite short. You wear that to work, and people are going to talk. They're just like, "Wow, do you see what she's wearing?" And she looks attractive in it, but just why? Why did you go for sexy
3: to first day of being a U.S. senator? I think one uh, could spend a moment contemplating the word "attractive." What are you trying to attract with that outfit? Sexual desire. Yes. Yes. That is that
2: is to uh, that is to elicit sexual desire. That's right. why you dress like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, any, anybody who pretends otherwise is is just either so deluded by their ideology or they're just dumb.
2: And we got this weird thing going on with the the hashtag Me Too movement. Part of it that is troubling to me is she dresses like that. I have sexual thoughts. There's
3: something wrong with me, right? <laughs> Which I I don't get that. But. Well, in the terms attractive or provocative to attract and to provoke, have evolved over thousands of years. That's not just the patriarchy going all fundamentalist and judgmental. That's just a statement of fact. That's the sexual interaction among the species. Um, and so the idea that, well, I'll just skip to the end. I think it's okay to say in some parts of life, let's go with dignified and serious. <laughs> Not look at how cute my hiney is.
2: Wearing her filibuster me skirt, one texture says. Well
3: played. Yes. Well played. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So um, anyway, some people are aghast at this and they're being accused of something or other. Uh, Sexism? Or, I don't
2: know. It's just the, the usual. The usual. Some people said it's too sexy. Then they were accused of slut shaming or something. Damn, and I, I don't right. know, You know. If you engage right. in those conversations, I yeah. just I don't know. Yep.
3: A quick note from the beautiful city of San Francisco. I just Francisco. wonder what she was yes. trying
2: to accomplish. I mean, what what her thought was. Uh. She thought she looked good in it. She's a married. She's married. I don't think she's yeah. cruising the halls of Congress for a mate. If you dress like that, you're cruising to have people think you're sexy. That's okay. just true. I don't know why you would do that as a woman.
3: What's wrong why with you would being want sexy? people to think you're sexy. That to work that hard at it in the halls sexy. of Congress, it's just why a, would you do that? I don't understand why you would do it. It's just inappropriate. It's just inappropriate. Okay, you don't go to church dressed like you're at a nightclub. She didn't. She went to Congress, right? Well, it's full that of, either. It is full of whores. Wow. Well, I stand. Uh, politically speaking, I am. I. I, I, I have been bested. <laughs> Politically speaking. Yeah, but I'm not
2: suggesting she is. Certainly not. Literally
3: speaking. No, absolutely <laughs> not. not. She's it a was respectable woman. It was woman. an attempt
2: to make a joke. people, people regularly of her state. People regularly refer to politicians as. As
3: prostituting their values, exactly. if you will. Exactly.
2: But I also come from it from the standpoint that all dress
3: codes are dumb, and I try to wear t-shirts in as many places as possible. Gotcha. So that's my... And your generation has ruined the world. (laughs) Right. I'm holding you. one of my How to Argue Unfairly seminars this Friday night. You're not a guy as a single attractive dude, but you don't wear the
2: super skin-tight shirts like some dudes wear to try to... because I don't do (laughs) (laughs) push-ups. If I had arms like Dwayne Johnson, I would be wearing nothing but tank tops 24-7. You would. Oh, Okay. Quick note from the human... that be a fun look. I, I specifically pick out... Be, because if I wore... <laughs> Just extra, let me know when the two of you are done. If I wore extra medium shirts, that wouldn't look good on me. I actively pick out things that I think look better on me. Same thing that she did. I wish we did have somebody who wore
3: tank tops to work.
2: I think it'd be good for our staff pictures.
3: An adult wearing a tank top. Right. Any adult man who bears his armpits outside the gym is a monster. Suns out, pits out. It's, is an animal. Is subhuman. Oh boy. If 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 I have hurt your feelings, I apologize, and I suggest you get some sleeves.
2: My son's tank top guy. He's he's, he's eight. a boy, he's right? Eight, but he wears tank tops when it's cold because it elicits gasps.
3: That's ornery little fella. Yeah. I love that. That's the spirit, son. Mm -hmm. A quick note from the human feces capital of America, San Francisco. According to the city health department, there are now more. Listen to this. Now, get ready for this. There are more injection drug users in San Francisco than high school students. Yeah. There are more needle junkies in San Francisco than there are high school students. Yeah, that's a troubling story on both
2: ends of that for that particular city in that there's an incredibly low number of families in San Francisco. Right. Parents with children for all kinds of reasons. It's just the city's not really at this point, designed for that lifestyle, right. and a tremendously high number of homeless people.
3: It's a wonderful city in a lot of ways. Uh, for those who have not visited San Francisco, or not familiar with it, um, it's absolutely wonderful in a lot of ways, but it is increasingly filthy and dangerous and, and weird and and just unique and not in a good way. And yeah, families are, are abandoning it for those reasons, and obviously the mind-boggling expense of living there. But And it's not close either. Nearly twenty-four thousand five hundred needle drug abusers, and only sixteen thousand students. It's almost eighty-five hundred more needle junkies than high school that's students. That's incredible. I that, wonder
2: if that. I'll bet that's never happened in in, in history.
3: Or, or, or outside of like maybe a square block or a neighborhood, right? I mean, and that neighborhood would be seen as no-go zone. Don't go there. It's, it's disgusting. It's filthy. It's dangerous. It's, it's going to be s- something to see unfold. By the way... Because uh, that, that trend is not over in the beautiful city by the bay.
2: Sean Googled it. She is not married. So she is a single woman showing up on the floor of the Senate dressed Ooh. like that. Huh? She'll have dating opportunities. Lovely gal. Are we going to talk about this abortion thing? I think we have to. I think we have to, too. I'm not looking forward to it. Which is part of the way the other side wins right. Uh, Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The conscience of the nation.
2: controversy resurfacing for the Super Bowl. Does anybody want that? Mm, Probably not, but no, I don't think so. Maybe we'll get to that later on the Armstrong and Getty show.
3: Well, there have been moves in a couple of states uh, primarily uh, along the East Coast. New York, Uh, Vermont is taking a look at this in Virginia uh, the other day uh, debating, taking testimony on bills that would eliminate, remove many of the restrictions currently in place regarding late-term abortions. The argument being, just so you know, the politics behind it. What, what with the conservative Supreme Court lineup now, they want state laws that uh, that, that that lock in "quote unquote" abortion rights in case the Supreme Court does something crazy. Uh, we're going to play you some of the debate. Uh, just a little short snippet that's gotten a tremendous amount of attention uh, going on in Virginia. We'll play it, then I'll I'll tell you who it is when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions these are done uh... with the consent uh, of obviously the, the mother with the consent uh... of the physicians more than one physician by the way um, and it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities there may be a, a, a fetus that's non-viable so in this particular example uh, if a mother is in labor i can tell you exactly uh, what would happen um, the infant would be delivered uh... the infant would be kept comfortable uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired, and then a discussion would ensue. We want the decision to be made by uh, the the mothers and their providers. So that is the governor, uh, who is uh, oddly a pediatric neurologist. Um, uh, describing what sounds like uh, 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 debating the fate of the kid and then committing infanticide, he's denied that that's the case. He, he said, no, that's not what I was hinting at. A more significant exchange to me <clears throat> was when, uh, I want to get the guy's name right, Todd Gilbert, who's the Republican House Majority Leader, was questioning the woman who sponsored the bill, uh, Kathy Tron, uh, the sponsor of the Repeal Act. Um, and he... He asked her, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs she's about to give birth, at one point somebody said she's dilated, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified she's dilating? And Tron said, we'll get this tape for you, I apologize, I thought we had it, It it's my mistake. Um, Mr. Chair, do we have it, Sean? Okay. Mr. Chairman, that would be a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman would make at that point. I understand that, Gilbert replied. I'm asking if your bill allows that. And Tron replied, my bill would allow that. Yes. Here is the situation in short. It's legislation that allows abortions up to just seconds before the child emerges from the birth canal. And... It, it, it loosens a couple of the restrictions, including it used to be that in a truly terrible situation, horrible deformity, a threat to the life of the woman, you have to have three doctors sign off say yeah, it's true. They would just want it they just want it to be one doctor. And you know obviously the concern is you could get an activist doctor that would approve it for, for anybody. Um, and also also Todd Gilbert asked Tron if a woman who has physical signs, she's dilated, She's about to give birth, says to a doctor, you know, this is going to be bad for my mental health. I've decided not to. Doctor says, okay. And you killed the kid. And Ms. Tron said, yes, my bill would allow that. Yes. So, it, it, and listen, all this stuff is so horrifying, but yeah, it is. the definitions of these things are so slippery. God, the way
2: these people discuss them, too, the, 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 the listening, how you discuss these things in such clinical terms... The idea of killing a baby, right, is just amazing to me. the The polling on this is very clear. I've never understood how this issue is not more clear cut. The whole pro choice, pro life thing. I mean, if you're asking just a blanket statement, it's pretty clear. The country's pro choice fifty five thirty eight. That's not really a contest. But then when you start breaking it down to various times, I meaning women should
3: be uh, abortion should be available in some cases. Right, or is that what, what pro-choice means, or whatever it means to people when you okay. ask that question? Right. But okay.
2: we're not we're not an a, against abortion in all circumstances country, right? Clearly, but when you start breaking it down, in the first three months of pregnancy, should it be legal? S- yes, 60-34, It should be illegal. Flips immediately in the second. It should be legal. It should be legal, right? Okay. In the second three months, it flips completely. Two thirds say no, should not be legal in the second three months of pregnancy. Already, we're not even to the last trimester yet. Just in the second trimester, it's already upside down two-thirds to one-third. Then when you get to the last three months, and that last uh, minute or week is a lot different than three months earlier. I mean, that last three months is a big range there, although it's still a live baby if you've ever had kids and looked at the... All, all the, 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 the technology that gets. And, yeah, but But only 13% of the country says yes in the last three months of the pregnancy. It's not even close. 81 to 13. And right. that includes a solid majority of Democrats that say no, no. Abortion should not be legal in the right. last it's, three it's, months. It's
3: merely killing a child. Um, so how is this even a conversation? Lobbying. Lobbying by activist groups who write big, giant checks. That's a big part of it. I mean, to see the New York legislature who passed this law just cheering, roaring, and everybody in the gallery roaring their approval, it's just astonishing to me. The idea of abortion being completely illegal in this country, it'll never happen. Of course not. No. It'll never
2: happen. And there's no public will for it.
3: No. And there's, I mean, no public will for the sort of thing that Virginia is considering uh, making lawful. A last-minute whim as an excuse for infanticide, with all due respect to the uh, difficulties of, of giving birth well, well, and, and being a mother.
2: Well, only 13% want it legal for any reason.
3: Right.
4: What's
2: coming up in your news, Marshal?
4: The U.S. locked in a stalemated war. We've got Trump on the Mueller investigation and the notorious RBG. And be careful, my friends, the Super Bowl can kill you.
2: <laughs> Good stuff all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Report out says Americans got 26.3 billion robocalls last year. 26.3 billion robocalls, up from 18 billion the year before, and expected to double within a couple of years. Yikes! Something's got to be done with, about that.
3: So, uh, just to reset very quickly before we get into Marshall and his news, the uh, the debate on the Virginia uh, legislative floor. The uh, the gentleman asking the lady sponsor of the bill about the late-term abortion thing and what circumstances it could happen. Um, Ms. Um, what is her name? Tron is a mother of four. And an interesting aspect of this is she visibly recoils when he nails down what this bill would mean, which is interesting. But um, just listen to this.
2: So, how late in the third trimester would you be able to to do that
0: you know i it's very unfortunate that the our physicians uh our witnesses were not able to attend today to speak specifically. no I'm to
2: talking that. about your bill how yeah, how but late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman
0: or physical health
2: okay okay i I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health
0: so I mean through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks.
2: Okay, but to the end of the third trimester?
0: Yep, I don't think we have a limit in the bill.
2: So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating.
0: Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a you know a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman. Would I understand make that. At that. I'm point. asking
2: if your bill allows that.
0: My bill would allow that, yes.
3: There you have it. That's something. I'd say.
4: On uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a new U.S. watchdog report to Congress says the Afghan government has been unable to expand control of its country. Afghan security forces are shrinking and gaps in security are growing.
3: That's a, a shock. A report
4: from the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction says, despite a surge in American bombing, the Taliban are largely holding their own, but that an outright military victory by either side is beyond reach. Of course. Those trends reflecting what the U.S. military officers are calling a stalemated war more than 17 years after the U.S. forces Invaded following the September 11 attack.
2: There hasn't been anybody realistically thinking we're going to settle that country down for a long time. Probably at least a
3: decade. You know, if you had two half-capable guerrilla bands going at it for 17 years, I guess you could say, well, I don't know, one day maybe the southern guerrillas, they will beat the northern guerrillas. But you've got the United States of America and several allies... Going up against the Taliban for 17 years. If it ain't been settled yet, it's not going to be settled. Half million troops, trillions of dollars, 20 years minimum
2: before you could leave and it would uh, be sustainable on its own, I'm thinking, to change think the complete culture estimate. of the country.
3: Uh, and, which, and of course, we're not going to do and we shouldn't. Well, if you were to say complete dedication of the cause, completely financed, unlimited manpower as needed... And 20 years. I would think, mm, hmm, I'll give you a one in four chance of it working. Right.
4: With just 15 days left to avert another government shutdown, the House has recessed for a third of that time with no set date for the next bipartisan bicameral talks to agree on border security. It's astonishing
3: the, uh, the popularity ratings of Congress are so low, isn't it? No, it's astonishing that they have any popularity at all. 17 negotiators met for a little
4: over an hour on Wednesday afternoon. Still, no sign of compromise on the issue.
3: I'd so, like to get to that 13 to 15 percent say, how abusive and incompetent would they have to be for <laughs> it's gotta, you to say you disapprove?
2: Yeah. It's got to be family members. Got to be. So, <laughs> Trump's doing a, a halftime of the Super Bowl interview. Yep. Like the last several presidents have yep. done. And he's doing it on uh, CBS, I guess. Yep. Um, I wonder what he's going to say. Is anything leaked out on that? haven't heard a word. There's been been news made by presidents in the past. Some of the more astounding things that have been said by Obama or Bush were said at the halftime of Super Bowl.
3: I'd like to see Bill Belichick bring him in for a play. Now that would be something. We have rumors that there have been an addition to the the official Super Bowl roster of the Patriots One Donald J. Trump. Could that be? He's 70. He's
4: 72 years
3: old. So you have him uh, in the backfield. You know, he goes in motion. He splits out wide. And then he just stands there. And all the players are looking at him saying, is that Donald Trump? And then you you go deep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Speaking about the Super Bowl, the stress of your favorite football team
4: losing the Super Bowl could send you to the emergency room. Dr. Victoria Chin at Torrance Memorial Hospital cites a study in L.A. County that showed an increase in heart attacks following the Rams' 1980 Super Bowl loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: I don't care who wins this game, but I have been wrapped up in a team before where, like, my heart's beating fast, I'm getting uncomfortable, and I have to calm myself down. You can <laughs> sit down. I have yeah. to m- remind myself, one, I have no role in this. <laughs> right? Zero role. Right? Two, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. At all in my life who wins To get myself calmed back down I haven't had to do that in a long time
1: You gotta
4: brand, monetize it Hot Wheels now coming to a movie screen near you Mattel and Warner Brothers Announcing a (laughs) partnership That'll bring the popular toy cars Into a live action film
3: You remember when movies were about art That
2: was cute My kids will go to that because they love Hot Wheels They got a lot of Hot Wheel track for Christmas Yeah, My guess
3: is it'll be Cars Light. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Man, did I love Hot Wheels as a kid with the orange track and the loop-de-loop oh, yeah. and everything. Yep. Oh, we yeah. got a couple of loop-de-loops. Oh, yeah. They spread it. They, they have it all over the house, over the couch. Did you have the, yeah. <laughs> awesome. the uh, glow-in-the-dark
2: track? No, I wasn't was awesome. was yeah. we a Rockefeller. We weren't a one-percenter, Michael. We grew up <laughs> on the mean streets. <laughs>
3: We're yeah. lucky to have the orange track. Getting your car to go through the loop, the loop without... I was without... so poor we had warm wheels. <laughs> Only three wheels and the tracks, It didn't really connect very well. I'd go through one length of track and it'd fly off. Yeah, exactly. Get, getting him to go through the
2: loop without flying off the track is the hard part. Yeah.
4: There you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, Squawky, what does this country become?
3: Uh, I had uh, friends who were wealthier than me who had the... Uh, uh, battery-powered, you know, the circles that, uh, what do you call that? Boom! They uh, fire the car out. I had to push them with my hand like a sucker.
2: Tan hand crank now, which is actually a pretty good idea. It's hand crank? You give it a couple of cranks, and then it spins for quite a while on its own. wind up, So you don't have to put batteries in it all the time. Pretty
3: handy. That is smart. Yeah. And good for the environment. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Oh, hey, we have the Super Bowl propositions. They're out. All those wackadoo bets you can make. It's, it's crazy. I'm going to make a few.
2: Guess who has positive things to say about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? You'll be surprised. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation.
4: Absolutely not. I mean, I think it's clear, and I actually uh, wrote down the rule. The commissioner will not apply his authority in cases of complaints by clubs concerning judgmental errors or routine errors by game officials. Roger Goodell, who runs the
2: NFL, was asked point blank, will you overturn the call from the Saints game? And he said, no, the,
3: uh, the game will stand. What will happen to the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? Bitcoin price is more at the game's end. Yeah, I have to bet one hundred and thirty dollars to win a hundred. Bitcoin will be less at the game's end. That is a little more likely. These are some of the side bets that you can make. The propositions, if you will, Jack. Mm. What color liquid will be poured on the winning coach?
2: What's uh, who's singing the national anthem and what's the over under on it this year? Uh, that's it, the uh, that's one of my
3: favorites. It's a uh, legendary soul singer, uh, Gladys Knight. Wow, how old is she? Uh, as the Hills. Wow. Gladys not, Knight. Not
2: a single pip
3: on hand. She was a big deal when I was a child. She, yeah.
4: 74.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, God bless her. I mean, it's fabulous. And what she said about singing, some people Why tried to get her to. Why is that fabulous? Uh, what? Because she's a, grand, she's a uh, the nice old lady. Fabulous a lot, singer. a lot of
2: nice old ladies. What? So I, I do not sing like <laughs> Gladys Knight. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Wow, I wish there was a pip here to beat you down. <laughs> I'll beat um, so, a pip or two. <laughs> exactly. They, uh, they tried to shame her into not singing uh, the national anthem because of the whole Colin Kaepernick oh, thing. And she said, kidding. no, it's a moment to bring us together. I'm singing. Way to go, Gladys. That's why I respect Gladys Knight. <laughs> Fantastic. What's the
2: over-under on how long it will be, though? Do we have that? Uh, yeah, I do. Is she going to do a... I'm hammering the under on this one. Yeah, I agree. She'll she'll get yeah. through it quick. I'll like love, like no, like, so the, like people the greatest Fools. generation do. Fools,
3: or is she a baby? Vegas person? knows that man. They're geniuses in setting the over under. It's astounding how good they are. Uh, I haven't found it's it. It's gonna yet. be one if of your shorter pages. national
2: anthems, not oh. one of
3: your Ariana Grande five oh, minute please. note fests. It's great, so you can sing a lot of notes. We with get it a-
2: with her tattoo that says Korean barbecue on her hand. <laughs>
3: I know
4: that there was
2: there was one. Uh, will the national anthem? Or will there be a scoring drive that is shorter than the National Anthem? Was yes. the one that I saw about... That's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, that was a
3: pretty good one. Yeah, that's beautiful.
2: So Jeff Bezos has hired a security team to try to figure out how the National Enquirer got his sexts that he had been sending to his mistress, including Ooh. naughty talk and pictures of himself semi-clothed.
3: He's delivering arousal.
2: How did that stuff end up in the National Enquirer? Well, the National Enquirer says, dude, your mistress... Gave it to her friend, and then she gave it to us. But nice um, friend, the mistress, whatever her name is, I haven't memorized it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to look it up. No Who cares. Don't. Jeff Bezos's mistress is the name. Um, but she says no. I didn't give it to anybody. So Bezos believes it's politically motivated. National Enquirer and Trump are close. Yeah. Bezos runs the Washington Post. Oh. He believes it's politically motivated and Fake has hired, news. I'm guessing, a pretty good team of people. You
3: think the richest man in the world did to I'll dig bet in you're right. to
2: dig into this and figure out what's going oh, on? Oh man, oh man, he got hacked. Which reminds me of hiring good people to help you. Of a book I started reading last night. I just became aware of. The Plot to Kill George Washington, a book that just came out. Are you familiar with this book? It's not by Bill O'Reilly, is it? No. And uh, as a guy who's a big fan of history and likes these kind of books, I'm amazed that good stories continue to be uncovered. You'd think we would have gotten to all of them by now. (laughs) But he he came across this in a footnote in a story, and then uh, asked some other historians who either had heard of it and said, but nobody's ever written a book about it or hadn't heard of it at all. Yeah. But George Washington, early on, 1776, this is the very beginning. Killing Washington. He, um uh, It's a no-spin revolution. He's in New York. The Brits are going to come in, and we're going to have our first big battle, and he knows it, and, the, and it's split evenly in New York. Loyalists and patriots. Mm-hmm. It's an even split. It's, you know, it's not everybody's, uh, it's obviously clear that we should
3: you know, do this. Not oft taught in America's schools. Yeah, there's really quite a division. And people had been
2: um, uh, captured and hung that were members of the uh, of his army. And so he knew people were out to get him. So he went to every regiment and he said, give me your four best people. And he uh, assembled 50 people. Then he hand chose from those a select few that were going to be his personal bodyguard to protect him. Because mm-hmm. he knew people were out to get him. And those seven guys turned on him oh, and, what? and came up with America's first conspiracy, they call it, uh, to kill him and almost pulled it off. But he caught them. Nobody's exactly sure why. There's another book written a couple of years ago called Washington Spies. Nobody has any idea who was Washington Spies were, how many of them they, there were, or who they uh-huh. were, because they kept it such a secret, because obviously he had to. If the very best hand picked people he hired came up with a plot to kill him. Wow. Uh, and luckily, it was uncovered. And then he hung the leader. This is just within days of the signing of the the, the Declaration of Independence. You'd think this would make it to the history books. Within days of signing the na- the, the Declaration of Independence, you know, it was a big deal. Sure, we we, we mark it with a, a holiday. I eat hot dogs and, and we drink beer. Indeed, um, blow with, stuff up. Within days of that, they Sight. they hung the leader of this plot in front of
3: twenty thousand people. <laughs> the largest public hanging. At it's that more, point, well, that's more than the Rams play in front of most night, most uh, Sundays.
2: Well, and bigger than, I think, every city in the country at that time. Um, so t- 20,000 people watched yeah. this guy get hung, who was a part of the plot to assassinate Washington. What an amazing story. But anyway, you can't trust anybody. That's my point. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs>
3: that's beautiful. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, how differently
2: could history have gone if they hadn't uncovered Ooh. that
3: plot? Well, who did, we don't know. We don't know. Could have turned out better. You don't know. Right. That's amazing. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I'm fascinated by that. Now, I read part of Washington Spies. That was. A, that was a guy from Fox News, right? I don't remember. Um, yeah. Herman Melville. That's right. Exactly. Well, that's interesting. I'll be danged. Let's see. What are the odds George Washington gets assassinated before the end of the game? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Give me another good bet. The Super Bowl winner plus. The S and P five hundred market close the Friday before the Super Bowl. Obviously, you got to bet that wow. now. Wow, Patriots win and the S and P closes up is one bet. Obviously, Uh let's see what will finish first. James Harden, he's a superstar basketball player, is thirty points per game streak or the Super Bowl? Yes. So, so, so that really bet wacky. is will,
2: will James Harden continue to score thirty points every game until Monday.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Will a fan run onto the field? Will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? Will the winning team visit the White House? Will the roof of the stadium be open?
2: Remember last year there were two attempts at a touchdown from a non-quarterback. The Eagles quarterback caught his Tom Brady who's old did not catch his. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I love this one. This I might throw down, you know, just a, a little mad money. A little a uh, little couch change on these things. Which commercial will appear first? Turkish Airlines or WeatherTech? Expensify or TurboTax? So now this is
2: not which one appears first in the broadcast, but of these two commercials, which one will air first? Okay. I I'm not looking for. did you just say the same thing twice? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not, with, it's not what is the first commercial played on the Super Bowl well, broadcast. Well, which will appear first between them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. was, yeah okay. between. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um,
3: uh, Avocados from Mexico or Planter's Peanuts? Doritos or Pringles? Boobly or Pepsi, Audi or Kia, Hyundai or Mercedes-Benz and the big beer grand uh, battle royale, but which one of these will appear first? Bud Light, Budweiser, Stella Artois, which was included the betrayal by Jeff Bridges, uh, all owned by the same company by the way. Michelob Ultra or Bonne Viv spiked seltzer, whatever that is. What the heck is. is that? Yeah.
2: Uh, which company will lecture us the most gratuitously on uh, hashtag me too or immigration or something? Oh, it'll be some
3: company we have. It'll be like some new light bulb company <laughs> that tells us we need to check our something. Right. To <laughs> inform us that immigrants are nice people and we shouldn't hate them. We don't hate them. Shut up. Stop telling me how to be a man, Gillette. I'm pretty good at it. Will any player take a knee? Um, will Mark Wahlberg attend the game and leave early? <laughs> how, how many, many bet pla- is that? How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict? The over-under is seven and a half, if you know what that means. Um, Will any player be objected for throwing a punch or fighting?
2: No. I'll bet no on that. Uh, That's
3: probably a solid bet. Oh, how many times will Ted Rath be mentioned during the broadcast? This is an hilarious story. I don't know Ted if Rath. If you don't know the story. He, he was isn't... part of the plot to kill Washington. No, he wasn't. Not That would be odd. Now, he's, uh, he's an assistant coach for... The uh, the Rams, whose sole job oh, yeah. <laughs> is to restrain Sean Payton, the head coach, from running onto the field or getting a penalty for being f- too far out on the field, because Payton, the youngest coach in the NFL, is just so enthusiastic. Sean McVay, Sean McVay, I'm yeah. sorry, right? Sean Payton, of course, is, works for the Saints and got screwed. The game and got screwed. Exactly.
2: So, how do you get the job of restraining someone from running on the field? What are your qualifications?
3: You're a good restrainer. Yeah. It's you funny. got to audition. You have restraint. Exactly. <laughs>
2: There's video of it running, and he legitimately just grabs the coach by the waist and pulls him back off the field onto the sideline. Yeah, line. he pulls him back by his pelvis. Mm. Multiple times per game. Awesome.
3: Like, constantly. <laughs> will a player propose to his girlfriend on the field after yes, the game? Yes, good one. What will the Super Bowl champions be served when they visit the White House? Fast food or any other food?
2: Hmm. Hilarious. The Patriots are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm guessing Tom Brady's the most likely to get the MVP.
3: Hilarious, you say. Hilarious? Gambling ruins lives, Jack. <laughs> Tears families apart. How many families will be torn apart by gambling on the Super Bowl? The over is 10,000.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to Hot Nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers. Whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.